Hey there, everybody. Today I want to talk to you guys about when we're waiting for someone to get it. Meaning, if somebody would just finally get it, we would have a good relationship or I would be happy. If somebody would just see how great I am, how wonderful I am, how loving I am, how much I do for them, then everything would be better. Oftentimes when people are unhappy in relationships, I hear this. If only he or she would get it. But here's the deal. The person is unhappy in the other person's behavior is just sitting idly by. They keep doing what they've always done. They keep acting in the same way they've always interacted with their person, but they're waiting for a different result. They're thinking that this person someday is just going to wake up and get it and everything's going to be okay. But what I've found through decades of research and by lots of trial and error is that when we're waiting for the other person to get it, we're often waiting for an undetermined amount of time. It's like we never see light at the end of the tunnel. And we feel powerless in the relationship. We feel powerless because all of our focus is going to the other person's behavior. We're just sitting there waiting. We're not doing anything. We're not making any movements or any strides forward within ourselves to change the situation. Many times the relationship becomes what I call a slow burn. It's not one thing that happens. It's just a series of things that happen over and over and over, dysfunctional things, being treated poorly until usually one or both parties are so full of resentment, which is the number one relationship killer, because resentment feels like the love is gone. When in truth, if something would just shift a little bit, we'd realize that the love isn't gone, because just a slight shift, we could see the love. I often use the metaphor that the love is the sunshine, and when there's this dark, stormy, rough sky that's shrouding it, we can't see the love. All we see is the rough, dark, stormy sky. But when the clouds start to part just a little bit, we can see the sunshine again. We can see the love again. I understand when our person is exhibiting behavior that is dysfunctional, unloving, disrespectful, or dishonoring, it's really hard to imagine that there's anything we can do because their behavior is so blatant and so obvious, it is apparent who is contributing to the breakdown of the relationship. Now, sometimes even though we don't contribute aggressively to the breakdown in a relationship, we can contribute passively to the breakdown in a relationship because oftentimes we are afraid of pushing the limits for fear of losing our person's love or losing the person altogether. So many times people are just passive. They say nothing at all. They just say, yeah, that's just the way they are. But inside, they're dying. They're wishing something would change, but they act like they're easygoing and everything's okay because they don't want to look like, I hear this a lot, I'm not his mother or I'm not, I don't want to look like a bitch. And or they just say, he, this is his responsibility and he just needs to figure this out on his own. 
The other thing is people can become passive aggressive and that is just as dysfunctional even though it appears passive because people are hinting or they're using sarcasm or they're telling other people, hoping that that will tell their person. It's still dysfunctional. So even though they're not aggressive personality traits, they are passive personality traits that are going to contribute to the breakdown of the relationship as a whole. My goal in the work that I do is to help you reclaim your personal power. We take our power back or even just start to take our power back when we know one important concept that we cannot change another person. Oftentimes this leads to the question, well, but how do I change myself when it's obvious that their behavior is the dysfunctional one? Well, this is where I want you to know that you have power here and that power is self-love because self-love, our level of self-love is directly proportional to how willing we are to accept poor behavior in relationships. Let me say that again. Our level of self-love and self-worth is directly proportional to how willing or not we are to accept poor behavior in relationships. When we start loving, respecting, and honoring ourselves, our behavior naturally changes. I'm going to say that again too. When we start loving, respecting, and honoring ourselves, our self, our behavior naturally changes. And the opposite is true, is when we don't love, respect, and honor ourselves, it's like we have no gas in the tank. There is nothing that propels us forward in a healthy way. I've often heard things like, well, if he or she loved me, he or she would not act this way. Guys, it has nothing to do with love. I've had some people that I unequivocally know love me unconditionally, and I've still been hurt by then. People who love me the most in this world have treated me in ways that were disrespectful and dishonoring because people will continue to do what they have always done unless they have a catalyst for change, unless they have a consequence to their behavior. I had a man that I was in a relationship say to me once that I was the first person to ever set limits with him. Think about that. He was somewhere in probably his mid-30s and no one had ever set limits with him. People accepted the way he behaved. Now, that means even his parents did. For me to be the first person ever, that means his parents were that way. And I later saw that when they were so worried about being good parents and making him feel like he was loved because he was adopted for one and they wanted him to make him feel like he mattered, he was part of the family. And the other part of it was is because his mother had a physically abusive upbringing with her parents that she was afraid to set any boundaries. But all they taught him is that his poor behavior was okay. In fact, just to go off on this a little more, Later on, he made some very, very poor choices and he did some pretty, what I would consider bad things and they excused it away and acted like it was nothing. They never even had a conversation about it. Beloved friends, sometimes we fall in love with these people. They're not 100% bad. 
They just have some really bad behavior. And it doesn't make them bad people. That's not what I'm saying at all. These are still God's beloved children. However, they have some behavior that will never result in a mutually loving and respectful relationship with you. When you decide to no longer accept their bad behavior, you're actually going to be giving them a gift. Why? Because your boundary or line will serve as a catalyst for that other person to step into a higher version of themselves because guess what? They love you and they don't want to lose you either. And here's what happens. It becomes a win-win situation, literally, because you get to be treated better and they get to feel better about themselves. I've seen the most amazing transformations happen within relationships when the one party decides to take their power back and no longer accept the poor treatment of their person. This has happened. I've seen it with parents and children. I've seen it with children with children. I've seen it in romantic relationships. I've seen it in all kinds of situations. When someone loves us and is not allowed to have the wholeness of us when they treat us disrespectfully, the stakes just got higher for them. They now have a reason to heal and change. And here's the best part. Are you guys ready? We are actually more attractive to the person. We have more value when we step up for ourselves because confidence and self-worth are one of the most magnetic personality traits. Even if the relationship is long-term and has been going on for a long time, you can't say, oh, well, I'm 20 years in and nothing's going to change. My beloveds, have you tried it? Is it worth the try? So how does one go from passively waiting for the person to get it, disempowered if you will, to taking charge of what they can control and doing what they can for themselves, which is empowered. And that is by healing their self-worth and learning to love themselves. We are all at different levels of healing at all times. And you may be someone that hears this podcast and goes out directly into the world and starts implementing it just because you didn't know the information, but now that you do, you're like, hey, I can do this. Or you might be shrinking in fear that you're just not going to be able to do what you want to do or need to do. I implore you to know that no matter where you are at on your empowerment journey is exactly where you're supposed to be. This is a step-by-step, one step at a time, putting one step in front of the other process. This was my own personal experience and journey. And that is why I speak about it and teach it today. Because healing my self-worth and learning to love myself worked so miraculously in all my relationships that I was driven to share it with anybody who was looking for a miracle. Guys, the miracle is not out there. The miracle is in you, and it's called love. For those of you who feel like you need a little bit of assistance on this empowerment journey, I wrote a book. It's called From Doormat to Sweet Empowerment, and you can find it on my website. It's $17, and after you pay, 
it will prompt you to download the copy. And if you decide that you would benefit from one-on-one coaching or mentoring with me, you can contact me at sweetempowerment.com under the contact tab, or you can email me at kristen at sweetempowerment.com. That is K-R-I-S-T-E-N. And ladies, if you keep attracting the same type of disrespectful or dysfunctional or lopsided relationships and you're tired of wasting time on the wrong men, do yourself a favor and jump over and grab my six game-changing secrets nobody told you about attracting a great guy. You can find that on my website as well on the homepage. If you're waiting for your person to get it, you might be waiting a very, very long time. Take your power back, my friends. It's been within you all along. Until next time, everybody, take really good care. Remember, you matter.